Okay, Dante, so you gave me, like, a uh, different intro, so why don't you start us off with that? All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to tonight's special edition, which is a man wearing a sweater, a smile, and nothing else. He's sitting right next to me on this couch, uncomfortably close. I'm Dante. And I'm Matthias. And uh, I'm Austin. <laughs> Yes. Sweater man. <laughs> sweater man. The yes. resident office sweater sluts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Austin is our very special edition for this uh, episode that we have cooking up for you guys, our very, very loyal thousands of listeners. Yeah. Um, Especially you, Vinny from Staten Island. Yeah. Our most loyal. Yeah. Um, First time, long time. Dante and I both feel that uh last episode went very smoothly and uh we're gonna test out austin is going to be our guinea pig as far as a guest goes which is exciting we're excited to have you austin thank you i'm happy to be here good Um, first time on the podcast i was your first twitch follower man it's just yeah it's an honor yeah how was the ride to my house i know you're not wearing any pants and it's pretty cold out there um, it's, it's the heat seaters, man. Just keep them nice and toasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Now, so, uh, when you use heat seaters in your car, I usually like to keep my drink in my lap. Does that kind of ruin that for you? You got to use the cup holder. Well, you know how I've literally always carry my water bottle along yeah. with me. Um, and it's a, it's a thermo flask, uh, sponsored, not sponsored. Yeah. You know, it keeps my drink nice and cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, my cough is concerned, I still am recovering. So I apologize once again for constantly coughing as I was last time. But, you know. Did you at least get tested or are you just riding it out? Uh, I'm riding it out. That's gangster as hell. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we are gangster here in uh, my lovely state of Wisconsin. Yeah. So, uh um, so Austin, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yes, uh, Austin, Jesus, uh, <laughs> my life, but I didn't think we were going to talk about my religion. No, we're not here to talk about religion or in fact, politics, which is what we had initially discussed, but, um, considering that we're all nerds, uh, we're going to talk about something else. Yeah. We're going to talk about nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, one thing that. Put, really brings us all together, me, Austin, Dante. Uh, we all lived together in the lovely state of Oregon. Um, and one thing that we all enjoy is um, Star Wars, Marvel. Like like I said, we're all just huge nerds. The biggest. Yes. The biggest. And um, uh, we were hoping to discuss on this episode uh, talking about uh, – like franchises and series and like their width and how they're able to um, sort of stay alive. Uh, For example, we have Marvel that's been around since, I don't know, what has it been like the forties, the thirties? I don't know. Yeah. Um, And, you know, DC comics, we have star Wars. And uh, so we're hoping to discuss that a little bit. Um, I guess I'll open up the Hoping discussion to, to Mark. It's our podcast. We can talk about it if we want. <laughs> no, I have going to say, I was about to say, I'm going to open it up the discussion to uh, Austin. Um, of all those, you know, very pop pop culture franchises, um, is there one that you particularly enjoy? Enjoy the most? I mean, I've I've yeah. been a long time Star Wars fan. I mean, literally forever. I I think it was sixth grade. Everyone was like having a thing, like, oh, that's the baseball kid. We even had like, oh, that's the pie kid. He likes pie. And I was like, Very oh, cool. I need a thing. <laughs> I, at the time, I really liked Star Wars, but then I I doubled down on Star Wars in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's when I really started reading like the expanded universe and stuff. Oh, we did mm-hmm. a thing like that at my school. I was the fat kid. <laughs> oh yeah, we had one of them. 
<laughs> Very cool. And so, uh, um, yeah, I think yeah. one thing that we could talk about first is, is Star Wars. I think that'll be, I think each case will be different, but we'll see a lot across the different franchises. Of, I mean, Star Wars has been around, what, since the 70s, so not mm-hmm. as long as Marvel, but then we're, you know, asking the question is how they continue into the future. Mm-hmm. So I remember before Disney took over, it, I mean, we had Clone Wars, but there wasn't like a ton else going on. Mm-hmm. So in one sense, I'm glad Disney took over because I'm always happy seeing more Star Wars stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, we've gotten good and bad from that, right? We've, yeah. you know, we've gotten the sequels, yeah. and but then we've gotten, you know, the Mandalorian. I think the direction they're going to take the TV shows um, mm-hmm. will we'll define, I think, define a lot. I think it's going to be a good step. It'll define a lot of how they carry the franchise forward. Yeah, I've got to tell you, mm-hmm. when, when Disney first got the property and we got the, the seventh, Star Wars movie, the yeah, that's mm-hmm. the first of the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, I was worried for the future of Star Wars media. I thought we were just gonna see it be like, ah, they didn't sell toys, or ah, it didn't get enough in the box office, and that was gonna be it. Sorry, I burped. I'm eating fried chicken because I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> yeah, and there's a very special treat. Mark knows what's coming, and so does Austin, but you guys don't. It'll come uh, when he's least expecting it. Um, but when we when we first got those movies i was worried to see like are they gonna stop doing star wars because mm-hmm. just because i mean like the story's kind of been told at least in like the main movie kind of sense i feel like mm-hmm. we could have done a sequel trilogy about literally any other point in time with <coughs> new characters entirely and that would have mm-hmm. been fine i didn't like how they recycled old characters mm-hmm. because like star wars Episodes one through six are maybe like range in quality, but they're definitely a single contiguous story. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, surprised Harrison Ford signed on for more. I mean, you you kept hearing him complain about yeah not wanting to do Star Wars, and he keeps getting brought on. So I, I don't. I don't he know belongs what... in a museum. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Why does why does Harrison Ford like being Indiana Jones and Blade Runner more than he likes being Han fucking Solo? Arguably a combination of those two people, really. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. As Blade Runner, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Decker or something, right? Yeah. No, not Decker. Deckard with a D at the end. Whatever. I thought on a plane. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, so like, talking? so as far as like like as far as like our question was concerned like how does how does this franchise or a series stay alive um what what are maybe like the ingredients that uh star wars specifically has had um over the last uh however many years it's been since they started like from beginning to where they're at at this point i think i want to hear austin's opinion cuz we were talking about this before we started recording and i don't really think i got the entirety of what his like criterion are, but we started talking about his view. I mm-hmm. kind of knows what my view is about, and I'll explain it later. But he'll go first. Uh, well, one thing I'm thinking about is that there's been a pretty continuous cycle. I mean, we grew up with like the the prequels essentially, and then Clone mm-hmm. Wars. Um, and I'm curious to see if um, the the current series have captured, you know. Today, today's youth, you know, around that kind of like that 10 year old range. Because mm-hmm. I, I think a good continuation is like, we'll be Star Wars fans forever. Mm-hmm. So, but I think being able to keep going into the future is how well they're going to be able to keep capturing a new audience mm-hmm. and keeping with the, the kids going. Uh, right. And so, I mean, yeah, but my most curious about is the, the, the TV shows because um, I, I love seeing more Star Wars content, but I was. And so I'm excited for 10 new TV shows. But at the same time, I remember originally worrying when Disney was taking over, almost kind of the opposite of what Dante was worrying about. It was almost an oversaturation. It's like, mm-hmm. I love seeing more Star Wars stuff, but are they just going to kind of like push out so much that, I don't know, Star Wars becomes a little less meaningful? Star Wars becomes the Avengers kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah I mean, so the same thing we can talk about is going to happen to Marvel too, because, you yeah. know, they're pumping out t- 10 new Marvel TV shows as well. Right. I think right. Marvel is kind of Marvel and DC too is kind of different because I don't approach it just from the movies. I approach it from the comics too. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what you're thinking about with how those series stay kind of fresh. 
I think Star Wars has a unique advantage in keeping things alive over mm-hmm. Marvel and DC. Because in Marvel and DC, I was telling Austin, your universe is centered around singular people at a time. So when you watch, like, when you watch or read Spider-Man, you're watching the Marvel Universe through Spider-Man's <laughs> eyes and through his perspective. He's the POV for the audience. And what happens when Tom Holland turns 30? Is he going to keep making Spider-Man movies? I think he's going to die at some point. Like Tom Holland or Spider-Man? Tom Holland is immortal. We all know that he's an elder being from the bottom of the Thames River. But, right. but he will forever maintain the maturity level of like 11 years old. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like Spider-Man Peter Parker dies at some point or gives up the mantle. Um, you don't just recast Spider-Man or like what if Tom Holland decides he doesn't want to do it anymore? You don't recast him after having him set as Spider-Man. Like he's the definitive Spider-Man for this generation now, I'd say. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what the way that Star Wars is uniquely advantaged over this is that Star Wars isn't Han, it's not Luke, it's not Anakin, it's not Obi Wan as much as we might like it to be. Those are mm-hmm. in individual points of view for Star Wars. You can have a Star Wars property and not be focused on any of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, and you can set any movie you want in Star Wars because. If you take take like the solo film and Rogue One, Rogue One is a war film, and Han Solo, the, the solo movie is a western. It feels more like True Grit rather than like The Dirty Dozen or Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Star Wars movies proper, like Episodes One through Nine, they feel more like movies about a war rather than war movies. If that makes sense, yeah. but like if you really wanted to you could set a romantic comedy in the star wars universe austin and i were uh screen playing um <laughs> chief palpatine falling in love on coruscant apparently raised her his granddaughter so we want to know how that worked out so i'm thinking a rom-com like how to lose a guy in 10 days but it's like chief palpatine and this really shitty lady he's like, i'm a sith lord i think and he's like this stupid senator i can wrap him around my finger and be very powerful in the universe and it be like, laugh track i want it i wanted to i want um i want sheev to be played by uh oh who's that guy in grown-ups not adam sandler the short one uh don't know gigolo male gigolo he's that guy uh seth rogan no no yeah yeah. No, no, not, not David Spader. Oh, fuck, this is going to kill me. <laughs> He's got spiky hair. Uh, anti-vaxxer. Uh, oh, I have no I, idea. Yeah, he often knows who he's Audience, please, IMDb yeah. for us. Uh, yeah. we, we know who we're talking about. We don't know. We'll be IMDb later. Yeah, yeah. Hey, editor, yeah. can you please uh, put who I said I was talking about in and then leave the rest yeah. of this is blank air? Uh, so sure. It seemed like I was smart. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, I want he, I want Sheev to be played by him simply because I think this is the, that's the kind of actor, the kind of bad actor we need for this film. And I also very want interesting, to be, like very important to the plot of Star Wars. <laughs> I want everything <laughs> to connect through that movie. No, I, I I I get what you're saying. That's a um, the Star Wars universe is like. One thing that I was thinking about was like to distinct between Star Wars and Marvel. Like, a lot of people complain about the sequel movies not being great. Like Austin, you're worried. You may you may be worried that um, they might not be capturing the hearts of you know the the youngins, middle yeah the middle schoolers the, the of today. Yeah, the younglings. And <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, um, which I think maybe Marvel has with um, the many Avengers movies and whatnot that have come out in the last uh, more than 10 years with Iron Man and whatnot is 
um, Marvel has quite a bit of source material to work through as far as the comic books are concerned. Whereas Star Wars, I know there's Star Wars comics that like you could probably adapt into movies, but Star Wars doesn't build their movies off of comics. Like it's all original, um, like story. So that's a, that's like a really big difference of what Marvel is doing versus what Star Wars is doing. So, and I think that's something that like might be an important like thing to keep in mind. Um, that like we haven't seen any of this before in Star Wars and that maybe that's why it's so inspiring to us and like maybe our the generation above us that grew up with the prequels. Um, I don't know. That's something to think about, well, I, I guess. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was, yeah, I was I'm curious. I really like Dante's point that like Star Wars definitely has like motifs and things, but I think it's mostly a setting. And so we could see a lot of stories into mm-hmm. it. I think a lot of right. what captures the audience is forcing Han Solo to come back. So you see him again in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'd be, I'd be curious. And so we, we saw the Mandalorian do well, but there's still a lot of callbacks. And I don't know, part, a lot of those callbacks right. are just for like, for us who know what they're talking about. A lot of people Fan service. Um, but yeah, they, they keep trying to tie and tag things in, which I think a good franchise should, but I'll I'll be curious to see how their like high Republic series does. Cause that'll be new characters, mm-hmm. like new everything. That's all books, though, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, so I mean, that That's I don't know. Sucks. I don't know if that'll help help or hinder it. That sucks because I can't read. I'm gonna have to have someone read it to me. Yeah, I'll I'll record the audio <coughs> for you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Do the voices though. Oh, of course. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But, but so yeah, I'd be curious of how how well they can do like new new stuff that's not exactly tied in. And I don't I don't think mm-hmm. the book thing's gonna help them with that. To be honest, as much as I love to read. Um, yeah, right. That's the thing, though. I don't think they need. I don't think they specifically need to tie anything in. Because, like, think about the first season of The Mandalorian. That's all new stuff, basically. I don't remember there being any characters from like the Clone Wars or old series in that at all. But I feel like it was a pretty good self-contained story. Because you can have a Star Wars show without Jedi or Sith in it at all. I think we could do you could do one about the Mandalorian Civil War that's Game of Thrones and you can never see a lightsaber for up until the Vizlas get abducted as ch- children and then they're Jedi. How do you think that worked? Do you think do you think that specific Mandalorian Jedi was he did he just go like Anakin like later in life or did they kidnap a Mandalorian baby? Like how do you think they managed that? Because that was during the war between them, wasn't it? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it looks like we cut so out there for a sec. Yeah, we did cut out there for a sec, so uh, apologies. I don't even remember what we were talking about. It's definitely Mark's fault, but yeah, we'll, Mark, we'll yeah. just keep going to whatever brilliant point yeah. Yeah. we'll talk about now. Yeah. Okay, well, um, Austin... Um, so we we were talking about Star Wars. I'm sure whatever point um, either you or Dante was making was very very brilliant. But um, I guess that just really sucks for our audience. Good so. thing. Good thing Dave Filoni is one of our top subscribers and right. implement this directly into yeah uh, whatever new uh, dramatic uh, Star Wars property he's working on right now, which I know. Mm. All right. So, Austin, let me ask you this. Based on its past and its current present, I guess that's what present means. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think that Star Wars will survive another 60 years? I, I, I think so. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of franchises stick around. I think some are going to fall off. Mm-hmm. Like I think Game of Thrones, I is gonna fall off just because they didn't stick the landing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it'll pick up back up again and be maybe more known as like a good book series. Right. But yeah, I don't think they stuck landing. But I think we're gonna enter an interesting time where I mean we're already seeing a bunch of remakes. I mean like everyone has '80s nostalgia, and so it's not just for movies. It's like oh, Ghostbusters remake, continuing Jurassic Park series, and mm-hmm. just to keep they they're. 
part of it is you know it's good like you like seeing more of that stuff and part of it is just like oh they're just making these movies because they know they'll they'll sell and they're not mm-hmm. they're not like experimenting or pushing the boundaries with them because i feel like some of the movies some of the franchises they do well because they were pushing the bounds a little bit mm-hmm. but then and, i mean now it's just easy to play safe and you're not going to make a bunch of money but you're going to make you're going to you're going to make a, a hefty sum right by just playing safe and i don't know and so i, yeah. I think well the new franchises will appear by the ones who push the boundaries and some will flop and some will do well but i think i think i do think star wars is going to stick around i think mm-hmm. disney's a bit too big um i yeah. think i think we have captured enough of that young audience and even if so they can they can start to produce more ad- adult stuff as i would call it because i know they have us i would say us like the millennial range and I think they'll start, they'll start to lose some of the older audience who are like, oh, this isn't like four or five instruments. Boomers. They, yeah. <laughs> boomers. <laughs> well, say, I mean, say, they're going to like a slur. They're going to lose the boomers because they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So um, I wanted to bring up one of my favorite series. I guess we should all go. Well, I already brought up Star Wars. I was going to say we could all go around and bring up a series that we particularly um, would like to talk about, I guess. Movies specifically or books or how do you feel? However you want it. Franchises. It could be McDonald's. No, not that. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, Yeah, what do you think of McDonald's too? (laughs) so good watching the McDonald's too. (laughs) Yeah, there's like 13 Despacitos. There are? No. Yeah. Okay. That's the meme. Don't you remember that meme? No, I just knew it as, oh yeah, sex is so good. Why isn't there sex too? With <laughs> a picture of Don, of course. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, let's let's ask Dante and then we'll finish off with our special edition. Oh fuck. I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, you you think and I, I have a good one I want to bring up. It's not a franchise many people will know, but it has an interesting point we can talk about. Here's my th- here's my about, thing. I gotta well, tell if, you if we're running short. I gotta tell you, I really don't. I'm like, I've been thinking about it, and I really don't like how franchises kind of work in the movie spectrum because of like, I really like Spider Man. Spider Man is probably my favorite superhero. I think he, if I had my druthers, he would exist in comics, and that would be profitable enough that they wouldn't have to do movies. But it's not because people don't read, and I can't read. Um. <laughs> yes, but you know the way Spider-Man has appeared on screen, I think, is not really faithful. And I feel like coming up with new stories that can translate into a movie well don't really like serve to better his character. Because you know, in the comic books. Spider-Man doesn't like Iron Man, like, at all. He sees him as kind of like a huge asshole, like a corporatist asshole. And I think portraying that relationship is really kind of interesting. But then again, as a fan, I don't really know. Because imagine, imagine this. You have, like, a vision in your head, like, oh, I, want, I know exactly what I want the next Spider-Man movie to be about. And then... You go to the theater and you see exactly that. Would you be excited by that, or would you be like, "Oh, they did exactly what I thought of"? So this is wait. You're say, you're saying like, if you saw what you saw in the comics, no, like, say I came up with a Spider-Man story in my head, and I'd be like, "Oh, wouldn't that be oh. really cool?" Spider-Man did that in the next mm-hmm. movie, and then Spider-Man does that in the next movie. That feel mm-hmm. kind of empty. I don't know. I, I I'd feel pretty genius, mainly because my thoughts are pretty interesting. Yeah. If, I don't know. If it, was, if it was something very <laughs> vanilla, then I would just I'd be disappointed. I'd be like, oh, what if they took <laughs> well, Spider Man in like this really cool direction? And then I'll be like, haha, I should have copyrighted that when you see yeah. the movie. Well, not yeah. just like in a specific direction. What if you like like came up with like, oh, I want Spider Man to fight the Sinister Six, except this time it's Big Wheel, the Vulture and Electro, and they just, like, keep going with three of them, even though they still call themselves the Sinister Six. Because I can't think of any Spider-Man villains right now off the top of my head. Fake fans. They, they, have, they have the name trademarked. So Hashtag sponsor. 
<laughs> not a sponsor. It's not a sponsor. <laughs> Mark, what did it just say? I said don't listen to Mark. But actually, yeah. my my point is actually super stupid and nebulous because I've been rambling for a little bit. If I had to consolidate it, I'd say that expecting a new movie each year kind of waters down how you feel about the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I agree. I don't really like going in to see a new one each time. You know, cuz like mm-hmm. I like seeing a different movie each time. I think franchises would be better served to come up with new heroes each time. But like mm-hmm. then you really saturate it in a different kind of way. And that wouldn't stick as well because people yeah. go see Spider-Man to see Spider-Man cuz it's cool, right? right. And they don't have the the impetus to go see a movie, the, the attachment to another hero who might be be yeah. cooler than Spider-Man, but they don't know that and they don't they won't go see the movie. Well, a cool thing they could do with Marvel characters specifically, like you could do Spider-Man each time, and it can still be Peter Parker and it can still be Tom Holland, but it's another universe. Which which is like Into the Spider Verse was so cool and worked yeah, so well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What if imagine they did Spider-Man, but it was wildly different each time. Like he's still Peter Parker. But his origin is different. Maybe he's a bad guy in this one. Maybe he's an actual spider in this one. Like, none of the movies are continuous or attached. It's just Charlotte's Web. His name is Spider Spider. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Spider. Spider Man. No, he's Spider Man. With, like, a man's voice. And he wears a little suit and hat. I was going to say, he has a tie. It's set in the 40s when people wear hats. Because I like that. I like it when people wear hats. And he's, like, struggling with getting rights to citizenship because like he's a spider now but right. like the spider oh man and it's all about his like his court battles with matthew murdoch an up-and-coming constitutional lawyer <laughs> see like if if i came up with that idea and they made that into a movie i'd be completely fine with seeing exactly that yeah. because that's bonkers <laughs> banana bullshit <laughs> But would anybody else go to watch? Yeah, that? I think I, I think I can pull in. A... <laughs> so that's the, the thing. If it has Spider-Man in the title, people will come see it. That's true. Yeah. As long no trailer. As long yeah. it, as long as it's still entertaining. Yeah. I think that would be wildly entertaining. I feel like it would be, <laughs> like Brown v. Board of, Brown v. Board of Education, like arguing to get. Is that the one where they argue to get evolution in? education systems or is no i think that was more like the segregation in schools oh well then not that no mine <laughs> mine is super racism segregating the spiders out of our school well i mean like, you want a bunch of spiders in your school i mean i know it's only the one but <laughs> oh my god but no uh no, one spider is a slippery slope pretty soon this neighborhood will go to trash <laughs> Like, oh, Spider-Man, save me! 
Oh my god. <laughs> Would you not go in and see that? I think I get forget. <laughs> forget about box office weekend. People are coming in twice for that one. <laughs> <laughs> not, I think it's you're a right. Spider-Man movie. I would go see yeah. that. All right, uh, your turn yeah. to say something. <laughs> well, I think that brings on an interesting point, and uh, is like for a franchise, you can keep trying new things, but how far away until it no longer becomes a franchise? So I think Star's an interesting one, but you can get pretty far away. We thought because it's mainly based around setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do mm-hmm. think the the kind of the theme and motif of light versus dark. Is very central to Star Wars, but it's not. It's not like you don't see it in the Mandalorian, and you don't. And it's. I don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. But and for like mm-hmm. superhero stuff, we get to see all these cool iterations of Spider-Man. But then, like, I don't know how how far would you have to get away from like, like what what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man that you'd have to get you'd have to get far enough away from even if they had the name Spider-Man on there that you no longer have it like a weird alternate history one like obviously Dane DeVito would fit, mm-hmm. but then yeah. like. <laughs> I don't know, the, the, Nick, the Nick Cage Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse felt pretty far away for me. That, that felt more, yeah. almost like a Batman than mm-hmm. a Spider-Man. I agree. Alternate universes make it I easier. Agree. And I think comics, if you were going to make a movie that's based around a team specifically, I think that's pretty easy to keep fresh. Because like, you can have an X-Men comic and have it be a different team of X-Men each time. Mm-hmm. because there's not just one team of X-Men because Wolverine doesn't show up until like 20 years after the comics already started but but there is something that definitively makes Spider-Man Spider-Man Batman Batman some of it is, you can't quite quantify and hard mm-hmm. to find but you know like you, you, you would know it if you see it and like something's like this isn't this isn't quite Spider-Man this yeah. isn't quite the hero and so Spider-Man's quickie and acrobatic Superman is a Boy Scout, Truth, Justice, American way. Yeah. And Scott Summers is a little cuck baby piss boy, and I fucking hate him. Fuck you, Scott Summers. <laughs> Cyclops, you are my favorite. Why did you turn out to be such an asshole? Oh, this one thing I thought was interesting, too, is, like, you can still make a Superman, but if you made, a, like, a direct opposite of him. Cesaro? No, more like, I don't know, more, instead of a lawful good, make a lawful evil, you know? Mm. I, I, I so, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the Red Comet one. Or oh, the, Superman Red Sun. Red That's Sun, pretty yeah. good. Uh, Thanos. What about him? Yeah. <laughs> lawful just good, or lawful evil. It's just two yeah, uh, I needed to say something. I felt the need to say something, so I just yeah. blurted out a villain. There, there's an interpretation that kind of exists a little bit, Austin. There's a, there's an animated DC movie called Gods and Monsters or something, and uh, it's alternate histories for like Batman is Batman, but not because his parents were shot in an alley, but it's because he's a vampire and. Uh, Wonder Woman is not from Themyscira. She's from Orion, and she's, or she's from New Genesis, and she's Darkseid's daughter or something. And mm-hmm. Superman, still from Krypton, but instead of it being Kal El, or, or instead of it Jor El and his mom, it's Zod and his mom. Zod like inserts his DNA, so Superman is Zod's son and not Jor El's son. So, when you say inserts DNA, in not a sex like, way, not a sex way, like the way Superman was made, it like in the movies, like he was a test tube, mm. and like she put her DNA in with like blood or something, and then Zod puts his in through blood, and he gets shipped to Earth, but now that he's like part Zod, he's got like violent tendencies, so he's like. But he's like a good guy still. He's a good guy, but like no one likes the Justice League in this because they're all fucking scary. It's like the Justice League in the uh, Injustice movie or video yeah. games. The, yeah. So in some sense, like with, Very... yeah, with superheroes, you can in some you get far away from the character and you get like really interesting concepts, but then there's still the character and what makes as long as you're mm-hmm. staying around that kind of those core values and like character traits you can get kind of pretty crazy with it and make 
No, honestly, yeah, va- vampire Batman's like weird and out there, but it's not too far away from like essential characters. So. He's a literal Batman. Yeah. You know, this has vindicated me. I think I can get this Danny DeVito one put through. I think Danny, if we can do Spider Ham, <laughs> Spider Ham with John Mulaney, I don't think it's that far off to make Danny you're DeVito right. Spider Man, but the rest of the people like normal. I think you're right. I don't actually. need to like say that Danny DeVito is some sort of mutation. <laughs> I love the man, but like Danny DeVito being Spider Man in like a normal Spider-Man movie would be odd. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, Danny DeVito, I know you listen to every podcast. I hope you I hope you know for sure that I'm not disparaging you in any way. You're a very sexy man. But uh, please, please, please and we love you. so we can get working on this project soon. Thank you. Yeah, send nudes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> send nudes? Is that what you know. said? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> man. Okay, um, yeah, Austin, uh, do you want to share what you were going to talk about? Um, yeah, so away from a character to more of a theme, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up a show that probably not many people have watched, which is Mobile Suit Gundam. I mean, go watch it if you want. I like it, but... Um, what is, what, like, is it a cartoon? It's, it's, a, it's, a, car, it's a cartoon not a sponsor. that started in the late 70s and has gone on until mm-hmm. now, and I think I think it's a really oh, wow. interesting question because they like every four years, I would say they come up with like a two season TV show and it's all like each there's a, each theme that makes Gundam Gundam. It's huge, really cool fighting giant robots. It's in specific Rim. Yeah, right. it's specific Rim, but it's, but then there's also like, it's all about war and there's normally child soldiers. Cause like child soldiers are a lot more effective when you can put them in a mech and they don't have to like sword fight actually. And so there's there's mm-hmm. always a theme of like child soldiers and war and there's like it's normally like it's it's normally fair kind of dark not super dark but and they maintain those themes across and there's there's always it's always space and science fiction but it's not too far off it's like a couple extra hundred years in the future and it's not like any mm-hmm. aliens or anything but it's all it's all they based on like pretty realistic sci-fi concepts. Is it based on Earth? Yeah, and so like the 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 first one okay. is based on a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of space colonies who want independence from Earth, um, and like I feel like that's a good thing. But then they base them off space Nazis, and they like and they have oh, no. outfits and everything, and you're like, well, you, have a, you have a good cause. Whoa, whoa. Space imperialism propaganda. <laughs> Is this space colonialism? <laughs> that's the thing. They're called Zeon, and I support Zeon for like their reasons and everything but then they're they're also the bad they're, they're framed as the bad guys of the show which is interesting um because i don't know you're like how can i support you you look like literal nazis but i support your cause yeah the nazis, just putting <laughs> yeah. that out there yeah is it like are the are the colonies per- perpetrating a, a genocide or well, are they that, just like that's the thing it's not really a, a spoiler because it happens pre- it happens in the intro but they drop they literally well they drop a colony on earth as like because that's the thing they start fighting an offensive war instead of a defensive one and that's right. and that's where the show picks up and that's what frames out the bad guys but yeah dropping a colony literally like kills all of australia which i mean did we need them not quite but i i, I like their their accent I like their humor but yeah their island is all predators yeah. i can't support that yeah so australia I, woke up and chose violence. wait <laughs> So just just, just the whole thing for Mobile Suit Gundam is like they've literally been around for fifty years, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And they keep they keep rehashing a lot of the same stuff. There's they keep rehashing on space colonies, um, obviously mobile suits, kind of this war and child soldier themes. And sometimes it's sometimes it's the same thing through, and you like seeing it. And sometimes they take it somewhere new. And like I'd say, Iron Blooded Orphans did a really good job of it. Just throwing that out there um of having child soldiers and the war and stuff um and they do it well and then sometimes you rehash the same things and it just doesn't turn out too well and so now i was looking at the future of the franchise and they're and how they're going to push this like are they going to keep going rehashing the same things at perpetuum or like some when they tried to they when they tried to introduce like say aliens to take it a completely different direction everyone hated that movie um, it's like no, mm. there's not aliens in Gundam. And they're like, okay, fine. Um, so I don't know that that no aliens. 
There's little, they no ran aliens. into no aliens. Well, they ran into the aliens, and then the fans hated the aliens, and the aliens left. That seems really unlikely. I feel like if you do space colonies, you've got to run into an alien at some point. Like, Well, that, that's the thing. It's, it's all like very localized space colonies. Like, the farthest mm-hmm. out they go is Mars. Gotcha. And all so right. it's, it's, it's very almost like small scale, too. Um, but yeah, that's just one thing, like something that defines Gundam is it's, it's a sci-fi without aliens. Right. And so when they try to mm-hmm. step away from that central theme without knowing it, they... They're like, hey, what the fuck? Stop yeah. that. So, so like, on the other side of that scale, like, when, like, boomers get pissed off that Star Wars has, like, lesbians. space races and lesbians and that type of Not stuff, like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure, like they like saw, there, they there's saw, a there's they saw Finn in the stormtrooper outfit, and even after a trailer, after a trailer, they were like stormtroopers aren't black, and I'm like, hey man, <laughs> you know how Han Solo dressed up as a stormtrooper t- one time? Maybe he's just a protagonist pretending to be a stormtrooper. I mean, we know that's not the case now, but like. They really just went after him point blank, minute one. Yeah. Yes. My, the well, yeah, but... thing is that they're, they're xenophobic. They hate aliens. They dislike humans of all colors, but they don't like aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because they're space yeah, Nazis. Let's get our prejudice right here. Yeah, space Nazis is a thing yeah. throughout sci-fi. It's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> weird because George Lucas based the Rebel Alliance off of the Viet Cong and the empire is actually america <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah fascism is a thing in sci-fi uh i i know it's rude to go back on topics but there's one sure. thing tangentially that i wanted to ask you about your show that's kind of been a thing i noticed yeah all the characters i, I assume <coughs> the gundams are of the of the planet earth that's one government, right? Yeah, which is a pretty. It, it's you feel it in sci-fi a lot too. Yeah, it's like it's the whole planet's one government. Yeah. Are there any kids with names? Or are there any main characters with names that aren't Japanese? Yes. So I'm not the best at Japanese names, but even a lot of the original characters. I'm. I'm asking you: Is there some like Italian? In a in a space Gundam suit, fight because like, are we getting all of the soldiers from Japan? <laughs> Is it just Japan flying soldiers? Because <laughs> like that's you can see the reference and like the inspiration when you watch a film like Pacific Rim from Gundam because they look like the exact same kind of thing. Yeah, except you're fighting aliens. But in Pacific Rim, there's robots. It's one government for the entire planet. And the robots and the fighters are all from different countries. But when you when you look at the source material for some of these kinds of films that have the one government and are inspired by anime, you find that like the entire military comes from Japan. Yeah, it's like that that happens. Like if you someone makes a show and like the, the, the studios in America, everyone will have American names. Yeah. It happens for Japan a lot too. Yeah. But I think like it might happen, like, we've started trying to pull out of that curve, I think. Yeah. Not tried, I think that's just something we've been doing. I don't know if it's for realism or if someone's trying to be... Like, forced diversity? Yeah, and I don't think forced diversity is a thing. People show up in movies because people exist. But, yeah. <laughs> that's a conspiracy theory, it's not been proven, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I think it happens with Japan, especially because they have like the little, the least frame of reference for like multiple cultures. Like, because they're they're just not diverse. That's that's the yeah. Thing. They're Japan not diverse. Not, like, diverse. not a lot of different people other than Japanese people living in, in Japan. Go figure. It's an island. But like, right? Do they know stereotypical names for like English people? So like uh, they don't have. There's not a character named John. So uh, after this, please go look up. I think there is an old Japanese baseball game where they had to come up with American names, and they're all American enough, but like <laughs> it's like Steve Ron, <laughs> Ron, <laughs> like, 
one of the names works but the other doesn't so uh, uh our wonderful audience please go look that up um old yeah he didn't give you a name or what the series was about but please look it up steve yeah. raunch <laughs> that probably isn't the name yeah there is old, old jeff's baseball game uh will not actually show notes below also, if you look up Steve Ranch and he turns out to be like a really bad person, you did not hear it. <laughs> yeah, from that us. is a poor name. Steve Ranch is the leading neo Nazi published seven books, and he has an anime series. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Steve Ranch. Oh, that's I don't know what's happening there, so uh, I apologize. Our great idea. <laughs> no, Steve <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> Steve Ranch. Oh, my God. So um, the, here's a, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are we... I feel, like, I feel like it's safe to say we've entered the dead air part of the podcast. Well, no, I have I have one more thing well, that I want to talk about. Yeah. But uh, no, after this... a second, it really gets to you. We're really speed wobbling here. We're on a skateboard going downhill in the road. No, I have one more, I have one more, one more franchise that I want to discuss. Oh, yeah? Because okay. I think Steve it's... Steve Runch. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve Runch. I'm really um... excited where they go with that in the future. Yeah, me oh, yeah. too. Uh, that is copyrighted material um, sponsored not sponsored <laughs> yeah right um so as soon hmm? i can't hear you lark yo methuselah magnum pi quick other right. other characters that start with m um Morgan the Magnificent. Uh, Michelob Ultra. Mordecai and Rigby. Miller High Life. <laughs> uh, Mort from Madagascar. He does like to move it, move it. He's a war criminal. <laughs> I got it to guard it. Make him move it, move it. Okay, uh, I have no idea what's happening. We did not have this issue last time. Yeah. Um, Do we need the eight seconds? No. All right. Um, well, we hope you got the last you... recording because there's great dead air in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just keeping this. <laughs> did you get that bit where we couldn't hear you, uh, but we started just calling you different M names? No. <laughs> Uh, no, I did not get that. Uh, do you I, want to recreate it, that magic? Well, no, the moment gone. It, it the might moment's have... gone, but if it has been recorded, uh, we're gonna edit that in. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark's got a lot of editing work to do. Yeah, I do. It's like three cuts, four cuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pissing me off. Uh, Mark, but... why don't you wrap us up a little bit here? Yeah, talk about the thing you want to talk about. I promise I won't interrupt you, Magnum Pi. Well, well, what did you, <laughs> what did you guys hear from what I said last time? Nothing. But, Literally oh. nothing. You started, you started your point, and then uh, I called you Methuselah, and then he called you more than the Magnificent. I called you uh, Mortimer. He called you Mortimer. We we're we're, we're going to go through all of them because it was only like five, and I remember most of them. I called you Michelob Ultra. Um, and then we said Mort from Madagascar. And then we said uh... King Julian impressions. For context, we've cut out twice now. I'm gonna edit it all together, but oh, we've cut out twice now. They can tell. <laughs> yeah, um, that's hilarious because I like talked for probably a full two minutes, <laughs> like you guys were listening to me. Don't worry. We so, do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know if the recording was just I was talking over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was gonna bring up um as the sort of the finishing topic here, yeah. Um, or the finishing franchise. You're gonna um, finish me off. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. uh, like sensitive as the subject and the author might be, um, I wanted to bring up 
Harry Potter and um, you, you've both read slash or and or watched those movies. Yeah. Um, so I, I was books. making out through most of my watching of Harry Bullshit. Potter. Bullshit! <laughs> uh, high school experience, so I won't have much to comment on this. Wait, <laughs> wait, um, did you not read it? Nope, I, I never read it. What, um, really? My girlfriend at the time wanted... You what, what seriously you... macked through eight movies? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. God damn. Those are player moves. I appreciate this. I have... <laughs> Where was this when we were roommates? Uh, <laughs> ask Mark. Uh, and they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's so. Uh, my my comments gonna be limited, but I want to hear what Dante has to say about this one. Well, yeah. Right, we, go we, ahead and pose uh, your so, questions, even well, though I promise not to interrupt you, well, and I super <laughs> did immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say like, if you were to put a, aside J.K. Rowling, because we know that she's just the worst, right? Um, do you think that franchise will live very long or like, have we seen the end of it with fantastic beasts? Uh, I think it's, here's my thing. I don't think it'll last much longer as a Harry Potter story. I think fantastic Mm -hmm. beasts could be its own thing, Mm -hmm. but as far as Harry Potter is concerned, I think he shouldn't be in the universe anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, he's take. a bitch? This is a hot take that I saw a comedian do. I don't know his name. But uh, it's a famous enough bit that someone might know who he is. So he Dante's taking us. credit. Dante's taking, taking full credit. credit. I am absolutely sponsoring him. I We're am, not sponsoring him. I am sponsoring him, you see. By... He's not paying us. Wait, you're paying him? I'm We're giving him I'm free pay- advertising. I'm paying him with exposure, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so his hot take is that Harry Potter isn't its own thing. It's just Star Wars with shitty lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Because like the story beats are kind of the same. So it's like a kid has magical powers, but he doesn't know it until an older, wiser wizard finds him. And mm-hmm. ready to fight in a wizard war, and mm-hmm. like, like you could see like there's parallels to Star Wars right there. Like yeah, for sure. Points in Luke's finding and in Anakin's finding. Like, mm-hmm. so I think Harry Potter the series should stop. I think things in the Wizarding world can continue. Yeah, I would. I would. I would probably agree with that. I was just like, what I was thinking was like, Dante, did you read the books? Yeah, I read the books. Despite, okay, you can't read. Well, I had them. Right. Okay, that's it, yeah, sorry, that's implied, all that matters. Yeah. yeah, but for like colloquialism's sake, I'll say I read them. Yeah, yeah, right, it makes right. sense of conversation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For our thousands of listeners that don't know, uh, Dante is illiterate. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um, I was gonna say like, uh, and this happens a lot that the books were fantastic and the movies didn't deliver as well as they could have um as far as like casting and whatnot is concerned and the point that i'm making here is um our generation like millennials and the zoomers um grew up reading those stories and um when we're like old enough to have people in the like movie directing world and the acting world, um, I think those, that those stories will get across a lot better to like more generations because we, we grew up reading them and like understanding them and like they were part of our childhood and whatnot. So I think, I think it would be interesting if the Harry Potter story specifically was redone because I don't think that the movies at least were very well done. Hmm. And I, I think if we keep going on this trend of uh, what it's like every, I think it's gonna be a 40 year cycle now after 40, we're picking up stuff from the eighties and stuff. Mm-hmm. About every, 40 years after something's released, um, they're redoing it. And some, for some right. guys, it's not even waiting that long. And so who, who knows? We might see another Harry Potter. We're going to, we're going to see yeah. in 20 years since the first Harry Potter book was released in 1997. Yeah. We're yeah. going to see it in 
Oh, geez. That's what, 15 years? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. (laughs) Was that right? I don't know either. (laughs) Yeah. But I I think it it left a pretty good influence on uh, our generation, um, even those who have not read it or really watched the movie. It's it's the Mm -hmm. influence there. And so you're you're right. As we start to come up into bigger and larger roles, um, I, I don't know. I'm not as optimistic for Harry Potter continuing. I think Fantastic Beasts might do some stuff with but I think I think J.K. Rowling has lost her cultural yeah uh, credibility the, yeah credibility and yeah. power and so I just know people aren't as interested in reading her new stuff. Um, I think yeah. Harry Potter Harry Potter will always be around, but it won't be able to like keep trying to keep its spot in the spotlights that yeah. Star Wars. Does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah. I think whether seen or unseen, its influences will keep living on and the the stuff we we start to produce. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely will be probably seeing some influences in our Danny DeVito yeah. movie. I think. Yeah. <laughs> that stopped me in my tracks a little bit. <laughs> Good. I think. Uh, I think you only really see a reboot once something leaves the zeitgeist. So I think something like Harry Potter will take a lot longer to get rebooted. Like think Star Wars. Star Wars has been a continuous series of films for what since the seventies. Mm-hmm. So by by the logic of everything, well, not I. I would argue not necessarily. Like it was the seventies, and then there was a fairly large period it, until there were more. There was more content. There was obviously like legends, right. but uh, that is interesting. Star Wars had has has had some almost like dead periods because if you think about it, like. It was like seventy-seven to eighty-five was when Empire Strikes Back came out, and that's a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and then I, I I felt there was a there was a period where Legends was go, were going on really well. I'd say it's what like in our sixth grade, whenever that was, and Clone mm-hmm. Wars was around and stuff a little bit, but there wasn't like a a ton going on with it. Like Legends was picking up, and then it almost felt a, a little dead unless you were really into the franchise until Disney picked it up. But right. Yeah. Anyways, Dante, I'm, I apologize for interrupting. Um, do, do you still have your thought in your brain? Uh, which thought? When did you interrupt me? I don't remember. No, did you no thoughts. I think, head empty. Yeah. <laughs> head empty, and we have officially entered the dead space of the podcast. I, I thought no, we, we were in. <laughs> no, we kind of turned it back. We started getting a little serious about the reboot times and shit. <laughs> And now I feel like now, like like I'm swearing now, so you know it's not now it's not serious. Mm. Um, right. Yeah, dead airtime. You guys, uh, you guys like fabric? <laughs> you know, it's funny <laughs> that you say that because I'm currently sitting in my mom's uh, sewing. Room. How the fuck did I know that that <laughs> shit would make content? <laughs> I'm Don Sadamus. Making calls out to the cosmos. Let's get that top five fabric starting at number one. Number one. Uh, uh, number one. It's all you wear. Yeah. Um, definitely walking stereotype I, with the flannel and the beard yeah. and the yeah. I'm going to uh, bring up the fact that once again Dante has. Uh, gone out of his way to piss me off by starting with number I, one. Hey, Austin suggested that. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Spandex. <laughs> I don't know. It makes yeah. me feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently in a Spandex onesie. You know, like those ones where it's like a green screen suit, but like if the suit is made of green screen, it covers your face. You're not actually wearing one of those, though. No, right? I'm I'm editing it out. I'm editing editing myself out of the room where Austin's in. I'm just a disembodied voice. Oh, oh. <laughs> Austin, how do you feel about that? Uh, Is it scary? Sl- slightly scared. Well, um, you're the one not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> but um okay. no see the problem with those is i I've, I've also worn one of those before and you gotta be careful wearing it to a party because it like it i'm sorry but it like really shows off your bulge <laughs> it, like, <laughs> too much. not wearing pants is somehow more incognito because 
when it doesn't become a bulge, it just becomes its own unit. Becomes a distinct unit besides a bulge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like wearing lingerie. It's like giving something for the mind to imagine. Yeah. Rather than it's sh- it's it's showing not telling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm. All right. Number right. three, third fabric. Here we go. Ready? Alpaca wool. Alpaca wool. Very soft, very comfortable. The animals you get it from are mean. Mm-hmm. That's why we... Oh, you don't kill them. Take the wool. Never mind. We're not doing an uh, uh, exotic meat list. So I don't know how their meat tastes. But yeah, that, that'd be a waste of an alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, now for the uh, portion of the show where we do an XY graph on <laughs> how tasty is their meat versus how soft is their fabric. We're, 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 looking, we're looking for a nice zone. Number one, humans. <laughs> meat is super tasty. Fabric super soft. Oh my god. They can do. Uh, yeah. Humans. Moisturize. We're on how many out of five fabrics? Uh, number four. <laughs> yeah, number four. Um, I think that's all the time that we have for okay, today. Bye. Um, I think it's time bye. to talk. talk bye. <laughs> to today. Wait, why are you suggesting things? <laughs> no, don't, no. Don't no. Awesome, you can't talk about it.